If you drive a car, you know how important alignment is. When your wheels are out of alignment, the ride gets rough. In autos, it's easy to recognize that alignment ensures a smooth ride. How about alignment in life? Well, stay tuned because that's what we're digging into right now. I'm Kate Woolsey, your holistic life coach and host of the Joy Finding Podcast, where we explore simple, sustainable ways to find more joy and fulfillment in your day-to-day life. In this episode, we're talking all about alignment. Just like in your car, alignment is a necessary component of life to help ensure a smooth ride. And it's one of those things we tend to take for granted, where when things are going well and they're in alignment, we don't think much of it. But when things start to creep out of alignment, we absolutely recognize the value. Today, I'm going to help you see what alignment is, how to spot it in your own life, and how to realign when things begin to feel out of alignment for you. Let's dive in. It turns out I've been studying alignment all of my life. From the details of being a kid and trying to get things to work smoother, more quickly, more efficiently, my days as a research assistant, learning how to make sense of qualitative data and find the through line, to shifting to corporate healthcare, where I would realign teams in a growing organization, to working as a life coach, where I help individuals find more alignment in their day-to-day lives. Alignment has been an anchor and a guide for me throughout my entire life. Some people have a very clear idea of who they are and who they want to be in the future. I was not really that person. I had a clear sense of who I was, but I wasn't exactly sure what my purpose was, as I've mentioned in this podcast before. The principle that guided me as I made my way through was simply, if I can just be myself as much as possible in any given moment, the path that is meant for me will unfold in its proper time. That's truly how I've lived my life so far. And it is how Alignment has come in to surprise and delight me and create that path with me. But it's not always easy. Knowing that we're in alignment comes down to three things. Its most basic definition, alignment means to bring things into line. I think of it in our lives as bringing things into agreement with one another. And in an individual sense, when we apply alignment to our life, those things that we're bringing into agreement are our desires, our values, and our actions. So I think of alignment as what matters most, what you want most, and what you're doing to bring those things to life. When these things find their way into alignment or agreement with one another, which means there's no conflict between them, things seem to go a bit smoother. We have fewer wobbles. We'll notice that as we find that inner agreement and peace and alignment within, the universe starts reflecting that back to us. And not just is our day-to-day a bit more calm or with less conflict, But it's as if there's this like unseen river that we're just flowing through. Opportunities might appear that align with us 
that we didn't see before. We might see these synchronicities glimmer, reflecting back, yes, you are in the place you're meant to be, and the universe is also helping to propel you forward in that same direction. To me, that's alignment. For me, alignment feels like energy, lightness, ease, flow, joy, fulfillment, happiness. Sometimes there's a bit of a quickness that comes with alignment and a bit of magic with all these synchronicities or things popping up to reflect back that inner alignment in your outer world. When I'm out of alignment or I'm doing things that don't matter to me, things that I don't want to be doing, or I'm not taking action on the things that do matter to me or the things I want to be doing, I feel very different. In my life, that feels like being stuck, heavy. My energy gets a bit stagnant. I might feel cloudy or confused or unsure what direction to move forward. To me, that's simply a recognition that something might be out of alignment, and the quickest way for me to return is to consider what matters to me in this moment, what do I want right now, what actions can I be taking to help make it so. Living in alignment absolutely makes things easier. Just as when our car is going and things are properly functioning, We have a smooth ride. When we steer, it's very predictable which way the car is going to turn. When things are in alignment, it's almost as if we take it for granted. Things in alignment are definitely easier. But let me share the other truth that we often overlook. Just because they're easier when they're in alignment doesn't mean they're not without the natural growing pains of spiritual or personal growth. Let me give you an example. After I graduated from undergrad, I had an opportunity to move to Boston. It was my first time moving away from my family in the Midwest, and there was a real excitement underlying the entire experience. I had applied to do research all over the country, but I got an interview at UMass Medical School in Worcester, Massachusetts. The day that I went for my interview, My aunt actually moved to Massachusetts, just 45 minutes away from where I would eventually be working. When I flew in for my interview, a friend of hers who had grown up in Massachusetts picked me up at the Boston Logan Airport, escorted me to my interview at UMass Medical School. I met a wonderful group of people. And then was taken to my aunt's house to get a little snapshot, give her a hug, get rid of some of the nerves, see where I might eventually be living, and then return to the airport. Talk about alignment. Things lining up for you, right? When I moved away, I moved in with my aunt. And I had this strong sense of joy and excitement, expansion, knowing that I was doing the right thing for myself and excited to see what unfolded for me. I was also very emotional. I had a lot of tears and it was like I had a lump in my throat half of the time and I could be knocked over by a feather. 
it became a bit of a running joke with my family because whenever they would come to visit, I was liable to just burst into tears the night before they left when we were eating dinner, just thinking about how much I was going to miss them and learning to be away from home and on my own. As I reflected on that in those moments, trying to honor that conflict, right? Like, how do I have these tears and these bouts of sadness when I also have this really strong underlying knowing that tells me this is the right place to be? And I recognize in that moment, this is alignment. This deep inner knowing is providing me the guidance and the foundation and the steadiness and the anchor to remind me I am where I need to be and I can continue moving forward here. This is what value, this is what matters to me. This is what I value and I'm taking action to bring it into my life. And the tears that I felt also reflected something that I valued. That I was growing through saying goodbye to my family in a way and learning to live more independently as I moved further away from them. The tears that I felt honored the closeness of our relationship, helped me understand how much I care and value them, and kept our relationship more present in my life, even though I lived now much further away. As I reflected on it, I realized these tears weren't telling me to turn around and move back home. They were simply ways of honoring and processing my growth that made it possible for me to live an aligned life that was now further away. Being able to have the space to process those emotions and grieve a little bit was really important to me. It did not outweigh the inner knowing that I was where I was meant to be and that I was in alignment. And this might happen to you as well. When you're in a place where you're meant to be, but you still have other feelings, those could be indications that you're going through some sort of personal or spiritual growth spurt, as I like to call it. When we dig into those and we honor them, they help us expand and grow and develop in ways that we are meant to, to continue on our spiritual soul path forward. I like to approach times like this with deep curiosity and openness. Just allowing your feelings to come forward, to feel them, and to look at them in a different light and just get really curious about what they could be trying to help you see or where they could be helping to guide you. Our feelings sometimes are indications that we need to shift directions or go in a new way, especially when we're feeling out of alignment. Sometimes our feelings are just symptoms of growth that accompany a deeper sense of alignment and recognizing the subtle but huge difference between those two things is really helpful in understanding and practicing with our own inner wisdom. Now, the things that we've talked about so far are circumstances which we control. My decision to move to Boston was me putting that out there that I wanted to move away from home, that I wanted to go pursue research somewhere. And I took action aligned with what I valued and what I wanted. And the universe responded by offering me a position, right? 
and helping me to kind of get there in a smooth way. Sometimes the universe interacts in ways that we might not expect. And these are also great opportunities to get really curious and leverage them to help us with our own alignment. One example of this is a snow day. So as I record this, I'm in Minneapolis visiting my family and it is full on winter here. So if you've grown up in a wintry climate like I did growing up in the Midwest, you might understand what this is like. When a snow day comes, things are canceled, travel is limited, you automatically have a clearing, so to speak, in your schedule. And what you're left with is the opportunity to reprioritize and ask yourself, what matters most today? Like, what has to get done? What do I value most, right? Where am I going to spend my time and attention now that I have an empty schedule and kids home from school, perhaps? And most importantly, what am I going to do to make it so? We had a snow day just two days ago, and for us, it looked a lot like spending time in the snow, building snowmen, having snowball fights, sledding on the hill. It also looked like a lot of responsibility, shoveling, clearing the driveway, making food. There's both the freedom of having a clear space, but there's also a responsibility and a restrictiveness due to the weather. You have to have the right clothes. You have to have things that will keep you warm and dry as you go into the elements. And in some ways, life isn't that different. The tools that we take with us into life are our own resilience, our own self-awareness, our own self-reflection, or our own capacity and interest and curiosity around growth and personal development. These are the biggest shovels of all because they help unearth the avalanche of information that is our own inner wisdom and guidance as we proceed throughout the world around us. Snow days are great tools of the universe to kind of intervene, throw a flag on the play and just say, hey, everybody, take a moment of stillness, figure out what you're going to do with the day now that everything's been turned upside down, right? And it's also a great reminder that we can create these opportunities of self-reflection or stillness on our own at any moment that we truly need them. Now, sometimes these come to us through our emotions. So when I was crying, when I had first moved away, those were opportunities for curiosity and self-reflection. Those were opportunities for me to tap back into my own inner wisdom and ask myself, is this what I want? Does this matter to me? Am I doing the right thing in my actions by being here? And in that moment, I had the opportunity to double down on my own alignment because I had this deep gut feeling that I was doing the right thing. Or if I had needed to make some sort of adjustment at the time, I would have been able to do that as well. Taking these opportunities for self-reflection, whether we create them on our own or they're imposed by the universe around us, they're both valuable and they're both needed. In terms of how to apply this in your own life, first, it's thinking about what alignment looks and feels like to you. For me, it's an alignment and an internal agreement of what I value, what I desire, and what I'm doing. Ask yourself if that lens agrees with you. 
And if it doesn't, what adjustments do you want to make? And if it fits you in terms of, yes, I accept that definition of alignment, then ask yourself, how does it feel in my body when I'm doing what I want and what I value? How does that feel energetically? This is like an imprint of a memory and an indicator that you recognize, okay, this is what it feels like to be in alignment. So when you feel that way, you can consciously tell yourself, okay, I'm in alignment. And then ask yourself, what does it feel like when I'm not in alignment, when I'm not doing the things that I want, when I'm doing things that don't matter or don't hold value to me? What does that make me feel like? What about when I have an inkling or a desire or a value and I'm not allowing myself to take action on it? What does that feel like? Just having the self-awareness around how this plays out and what it looks like in our own day-to-day lives provides immense amount of insight and guidance to navigate through it. If we don't know the difference between what easy, clear, aligned steering looks and feels like versus when our tires get out of alignment and we need to go to the mechanic, it makes it really hard to get the support and help that we need and we deserve. You are your first line of defense. So considering what alignment looks like for you and taking small micro steps into that is the first way you can honor it. And then having support to back you up through the universe and seeing how you're connected to that and how the universe is conspiring in your favor. That sense of divine support and connection has been really powerful in my life and you might find it's a real gift for you as well. And then there's tangible support. It's reaching out to loved ones and people that we work with or that we have old friendships with or even hiring a therapist or a life coach like myself. People who help hold the mirror, hold space, reflect back to you without judgment, but pure support and love, essentially. Helping you to give yourself even more compassion than you might be inclined to do on your own. So that you can live the deepest, highest alignment possible for you and navigate through those accompanying growth spurts with more ease, less stress, more clarity, more compassion, and ultimately more joy, happiness, and fulfillment. Alignment has been one of those key components in my life, and I hope you can find a way to leverage it in yours. If you're curious about how to work with me one-on-one, Go to my website at katewolseywellness.com and schedule a free call or send me a message on Instagram at bliss.bykate. Together, I work one-on-one with my clients to help them tap into their inner wisdom, create momentum through micro actions, and ultimately find acceptance and compassion on their path to creating personal happiness. This podcast has been produced by Uncharted Collective join me again next week. Oh, and if you like this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, or consider sharing it with a friend. That's all for now. Talk soon.